And now on Money News, the market wrap. Trade with CMC Markets, the trusted trading platform for over 30 years. Trade your way at cmcmarkets.com. All trading involves risks. Tonight, we've already talked about the RBA Governor, Philip Lowe, mentioning the pause word on interest rates. And the market bounced back yesterday, but today it fell and it was spooked by the US Fed Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell. He said the opposite of what our Governor is saying in terms of Philip Lowe. He is suggesting that in the US, rates are still on the up. He's concerned about inflation. He's concerned about the cost of living, just as we are. But he thinks inflation in the US is still going up, whereas our RBA governor is thinking that inflation may be easing. And that spooked global markets last night, falling more than 500 points. And our market followed. The order is down 58 points to 7,503. In terms of the market, the mining and energy sector were the biggest losers today. Woodside Energy, they fell 7.5% to $34.79. But they did go ex-dividend, which means if you were an eligible shareholder yesterday, you are going to be paid $2.11 fully franked as a dividend. That will be paid in early April. And market heavyweight BHP also declined just marginally half a percent to $47.63. Biotech stocks fared better. CSL marginally up to $297.10. Pathology tester Sonic Healthcare rose 1% to $33.52. And even Telstra, they also are in the green, gaining 0.5% to $4.12. And Viva Energy, they said that their planned gas terminal project in Geelong may be delayed after the Victorian government asked for additional information. Shares steady at $3.04, and and unfortunately our dollar also struggling, sitting just below 66 US cents. But to digest all of what took place on a far from perfect day in the market is Kate Hanrahan, a private client advisor with Sequoia Wealth Management. Kate, good to talk to you again. Oh, thanks, Scott. Great to be here. Kate, what caught my eye in the last 24 to 48 hours in the mergers and acquisition space was Invocare. It's been nibbled at by a private equity firm. Of course, they're a funeral business, but TPG have acquired more than 10% of the stock and maybe even more today and yesterday. Talk to me about what's taking place there. Well, you're right. Um, it looks like there probably won't be any um, you know, further bids for Invocare given that um, TPG have creeped to about 19.8% today. Um, And look, you know, this type of activity, we're probably expecting more of this in the year in the M&A space. Um, There's a lot of cashed-up corporates, private equity um, that are looking for potential targets. And Australia is seen as the safe haven and a more desirable place for international investors to invest. Um, so we're expecting a lot more M&A activity to come along and to be concentrated in sectors such as infrastructure and mining, where there's strong cash flow and commodity prices. Another area of focus could be the small cap industrials, which are trading at the biggest discount for over a decade. And that could provide plenty of opportunity to acquire high quality, small and mid cap companies. So the Invocare um, takeover could be the start of things to come. You talked about a discount to stocks, Kate. You know, lithium stocks, well, they were the flavour of the month, uh, well, flavour of the year for 2022. But some of those stocks have fallen and there could be some opportunity for buyers who may have had that FOMO moment and are still concerned about getting in. What do you think about some of the lithium stock sectors? Well, you're right. The um, lithium stocks have fallen considerably since early November 
And one of the main reasons for that weakness has been that the expected sales of electric vehicles and also expectations of destocking. Um, one of the stocks that we like in this sector is Pilbara Minerals. Um, they're a top 50 ASX-listed lithium company. And unlike a lot of the lithium companies that are listed, they're an actual producer. Um, they had a good first half result, which was in line with expectations, with net profit after tax up an impressive 989%. They've got a strong balance sheet of $1.9 billion. Uh, sweetener for the investors is the fact that they just declared their maiden dividend of $0.11 cents per share. Um, and recently, they had a sale of over $850 million worth of stock, which saw the largest shareholder exit at $4.10. They banked a sizable profit as most of the stock they sold was bought at $0.30. Cents, so that was a great payday for them. So, you know, if you think there's a lot of debate about where the lithium price is going to go. Um, but if you think that the lithium price is going to be stronger in the long term, then, you know, we would look at picking up, you know, best of breed and Pilbara Minerals would certainly fall into that category. We had the CEO of carsales.com on Money News through reporting season. Uh, quite an impressive business in terms of the demand that they had through the COVID pandemic where so many people couldn't get a new car and bought second-hand cars. Now, today they did a capital raising. What was that all about? Yeah, well, today they, the shares went into trading halt and they launched a $500 million rights issue. Um, the funds are going to be used to acquire a further 40% stake in Brazil's Web Motors. They already have um, owned 30% of the company, so that'll take the total stake to 70%. The acquisition's significant, and you would see in the last report that they did spend quite a bit of time talking about this company. Web Motors is the number one automotive digital marketplace in Brazil, and Brazil's actually the fifth largest automotive market in the world. So shareholders have the opportunity to take up shares at 11.9% discount. They can take up one share for every 14.01 shares at a price of 19.95. So that's a reasonable discount. If shareholders don't want to take up the stock, um, being a renounceable issue, they can actually sell their rights on market. If retail shareholders do want to participate, they'll need to get in before the close of business, 30th of March, when the retail offer closes. Now, finally, Kate, reporting season is now officially, almost officially, done and dusted. What have been some of the highlights you've seen from reporting season from a stockbroker point of view? Well, I think that, you know, needless to say, it was uh, results were mixed. There were more downgrades than upgrades, and that's unusual. Um, so that's one of the things that I would highlight. Um, unsurprisingly, the company outlooks were cautious. And so a lot of the highlights in the results were in the defensives, um, such as consumer staples and also the insurance stocks, who are obviously pushing through higher premiums. Um, given this, going forward, we're tilting towards um, defensives in the portfolio and the sectors you know, that we'll be focusing on would be consumer staples, infrastructure, healthcare and utilities. A couple of stocks that we like in these groups are going to be some of the old familiars, Coles and Woolies, 
and um, in the infrastructure space it would be transurban um, and transurban importantly because they've got inflation linked cash flows. Kate Hanrahan, Private Client Advisor with Sequoia Wealth Management, thank you so much for joining me this evening on Money News. Thanks very much Scott, have a good night.